anyway, we sorted it. We sorted it. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here, everybody. Um, yeah, it feels like a while since I've been and done a little spaces. So good to see everybody on here. Uh, lots of familiar faces as well, which is great. Just want to uh, yeah apologise for my my nasally horrible sounding voice. I'm yeah coming off the back end of a of, of a bit of a cold. So, but we're getting there. We're getting there now. Cool. So I can see I've got Ben, Ben and Chorley. Cool. Chorley's requested. Let's get him up. Chorley and the gang, are you all under one login as usual? Hey, is that working now? Yes. Can hear you. Can hear you, mate. So it's always this speaker. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> that's all good man I always seem to have some kind of technical issue with spaces like, I don't know if you heard me but I was this is like lift music was playing when I turned it on and that's never happened before I was like what is <laughs> what 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 is what is going on <laughs> I thought that was some sort of like nice attitude that you've had in just like <laughs> glam music before we start yeah yeah just ease everybody <laughs> into it nicely and yeah, lovely. But no, I managed. I managed to get it off in the end. But it was like I was panicking. I was like, "How do I turn this off?" Um, <laughs> but yeah, listen. Great to have you guys back on for another for another space. You know, obviously, I haven't hadn't spoke to you since the the end of the the end of the last year. And yeah, lots is lots has been going down in Alchemy Town. Let's say ever since the. Uh, ever since the new year has rolled in hasn't it so yeah great to be speaking with you guys again i'm looking forward to um you know sending over some community questions and just getting a general feel for how things have been with you guys since the the beginning of the year and obviously your very big announcement you know about the exchange yeah, nice. Thanks for thanks for having us. And uh, just so everyone's aware, I've got Ben and Chandru here as well, even though it's only me down as the speaker, because um, he's working from home today, so she's got the uh, Alchemy account. To cross her up there. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hey, Ben, Chandru. How are you going, guys? Good to speak to you. Appre oh, appreciate you. Um, you know, you've clearly you've clearly been a very very busy guys so far this year so um you know appreciate you guys taking the time to come on and answer community questions i mean it's natural to have quite a few questions after big announcements and i think it's poignant to address and help you know help the community understand sort of how how things have how things have been and you know after an announcement like you guys you know delivering on your product to to get an idea about how that's changed things, what's coming up next, clarifying some information around, you know, things that you guys have been posting and yeah, just getting the community on the same page and, you know, heading forward and tackling the rest of the roadmap. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty exciting stuff for the SAFR. I think uh, everybody's been enjoying what we've uh, had to say and yeah like you said there's like a few details it's always worth like clarifying because some things do change over time just by the, the nature of like building products and then kind of working stuff out so mm. 
some things that, um, for example, were in like the original white paper that we wrote like two years ago are still like hold, but there might be some slight details like that have changed around them. Um, but the sort of overall arching bits that say, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's natural as regardless as to how much planning and time you put into creating your white paper and your roadmap ultimately in business you know things change anyway over time and you you know you can begin with the end in mind but you have to be willing to to change and pivot as new technology arises and maybe legislation comes in that you never expected and you know as as you as you learn and grow as a team as well you know and you naturally become even more educated in the industry that your business is in things things ultimately change over time so i think these you know these updates are great to be able to provide clarity on 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 those kinds of on those kinds of changes and you know to help everybody get on board and understand the direction so i guess the first thing i want to say you know just from me is um you know massive congrats on getting the exchange live I think it took a lot, you know, caught a lot of people off guard, and I think it's um, it's a very big moment for a project or any business in general when you go from being a speculative company that is saying, "Look, this is what we want to do, this is what we are going to do," to becoming a company that is like, "Well, this is what we have done, and this is now what that means." So I think there was a big shift that I definitely picked up on because i think a lot of the time speaking from an investor standpoint we are just speculatively <laughs> i dare to say gambling but you know <laughs> hedging our bets on hoping that companies are going to you know fulfill on their mission and what they're looking to do so i think yeah huge congrats from moving from a speculative project to a project that has that is now walking the talk and um yeah, I mean, clearly has 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 a very bright future. So, congrats to all of you guys on on that first and foremost. Yeah, thanks for that. It's always nice to over deliver and like have some unexpected good news rather than yeah, <laughs> kind of people thinking that you're not doing what you said we're going to do. But um, yeah, just being able to like deliver some real world utility as well, I think, is like always been the goal. And so, like, yeah have it within yeah actually in the ad exchange so we're actually delivering real ads like via that i think that's the kind of most exciting thing about it yeah. it's been a, a longer road than even like most people probably know mm. so yeah it's good it's good to uh, be at at least uh, the sort of end of the beginning i guess yeah yeah to use a quote <laughs> yeah a hundred percent yeah and also it's uh, it's also good to uh, get some feedback from from the community as well um to see that you know, people see value in what we are doing is is a big boost because sometimes we, we we tend to see okay, are we doing the right thing? Is the community going to accept what we are doing? And to have that validation is definitely uh, a boost in the arm. Mm. So uh, thank you very much for uh, for the whole community for for all of that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, no worries, no worries, Chandru. We appreciate you, buddy. You know the the giga brain. Who's uh, <laughs> who's made all of this possible? It's um, you know always always great to talk to you about this technology and what what you guys have built together. Um, I'm always very impressed, as I'm sure I can speak on behalf of most of the community when I say that as well. Um, and you know, look at the end of the day, 
what you guys are doing or or have done was building the first of its kind in something new you know the the, the world's first fully decentralized ad exchange and that's always going to come with a lot of work and obstacles and issues but you've done it so you know congratulations um you know and again i'm sure i can speak on behalf of all the listeners in the community that we're very excited to um to see what happens now and you know follow along for the journey that's one thing i've noticed um in the community that the general sort of energy is people are people are very happy to be invested in alchemy they're very happy to be a part of the community and yeah collectively excited along with you guys for what the rest of this year and beyond is is going to bring yeah i think it's been a really iterative process i mean if anyone wants to cast their mind back i think on the the 24th of august we had kind of the first demo of the token being used to facilitate demo transactions and so then what is that now 18 months later kind of have people actually using it to surface live transactions i think has been a roller coaster ride for us um but yeah kind of seeing it grow from sprint to sprint has been really awesome to the point where yeah we're now serving live ads so yeah it's been very cool um to watch that happen watch the team grow i mean at that point there was three of us there's now 22 of us and we're now in our second office you know like there's been we've done three events around you like it's been pretty crazy um so this as Charlie said this is just like the middle of the beginning really because where we win is at scale and i think that is the next the next step for us is scaling what we've got at the moment yeah yeah for sure and and I think you've you've got yourself off to a very good start in terms of your value proposition and what you offer. You know, at the end of the day, they always say in business that the best marketing is simply the best product. You know, if you, if you've got an amazing product that solves problems, helps people out, saves them money, then your marketing becomes very easy because you know it yeah. speaks for itself, doesn't it? At the end of the day. I mean, I think even on Thursday last week, we were in a meeting with a business that represents 500 publishers in the kind of the gaming vertical. So, yeah, yeah, gaming, not gambling, but gaming is in like esports and e-gaming. Um, yeah. And one thing that's pretty amazing, like even if you look at the Ads Explorer right now, you can see you look at one of the individual transactions the bids that all of the bids that are coming in for that particular ad slot that is not something that is easily accessible with existing solutions right now and what those by showing all of the bids one of those wins and then in effect what you have there is lost bids um, that You still there? Sorry. You're still there. Hello. You... Sorry. Yeah, I think we lost you temporarily. A phone call came in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where did you lose me? Um, you were talking about individual bids. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're tracking and notarizing every bid that takes place within each auction. You, in effect, there have the bid that won and also the bids that are lost. 
because that information yeah. is then stored on a ledger that is then queryable for free by any publisher using yeah. any publisher that is looking at the ads explorer that is something that is not readily available that is not information that publishers can grasp very easily even though it often is their own ads that they won't have won or won't have had ads bidded on particular ad slots so the fact that we are able to offer that is already a huge differentiator and actually every meeting that we have i get more and more confident about the product market fit that we have and i think at this point yeah it's just <clears throat> hard work yeah I, to spread the good word and have more publishers using us but yeah it's yeah. well underway yeah I, I can imagine um i can imagine you're getting very positive reactions around you know that conversation because as most of us understand data is is everything and even if they win or lose an ad they can they can utilize that data to you know streamline their strategy when it comes yeah. to their entire you know their <laughs> their entire um philosophy you could say when it comes to their you know their marketing side of the company which ultimately is is the life and blood of every business so it's it's yeah it's a hugely pivotal um piece of information that companies are going to be able to do a lot with so i can see why that's so big for for many businesses definitely um cool guys so obviously this ama is mainly centered around community questions have had a fair few come in and you know sort of um how would you say try to put them into the most easy to understand ways for you guys i guess i guess it's probably the best question to start off with talking about um, where you guys are at is so the exchange is ready it's live on 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 labs and it's able to facilitate the transactions everything we've just been talking about so what do you now see as your biggest challenge coming up from here now that the exchange is done I think probably for me it is twofold. So on the supply side of things, publishers, unfortunately, because they've been losing so much of the money they should have been getting, which is a great plug, um, often have very limited development teams. So actually getting the, the time from developers to integrate, and it's often not a difficult integration. It's just they have a lot of stuff going on at these publishers is making sure that we fit ourselves into sprints, making it very easy to be to be integrated. And I think, again, that's why we chose to use Prebid. It's a very widely understood and used solution for onboarding centralized exchanges. So the fact that we are a decentralized exchange and offering more revenue, lower fees, and increased transparency via Prebid has made that conversation easier, but kind of just, yeah, time for developers at publishers, I think, is the other one. Um, and then legal teams as well yeah, go into that publisher yeah. side just we found a lot of, like we've got to the stage where everyone agrees and then it's a case of getting through people's like legal teams and that just seems to take yeah. forever I mean, even though our contract is not very long I like um, there's, there seems to be you know people with a vested interest in getting billable hours I guess <laughs> so yeah that is also like slowed the process down a little bit yeah yeah um, and yeah. To add to that, I'm, I'm thinking about this more from a technical perspective, and um, um, 
for me, I think the the biggest challenge would be scaling this whole solution because what we will have as we onboard more and more publishers is millions and millions of transactions hitting the exchange. So, which is where um, it, it becomes very important for us to be able to scale, to be able to onboard node operators, to be able to provide the kind of bandwidth that we will need in order to uh, process these transactions, uh, make sure that these transactions are validated, they are notarized on the ledger. So that's that's uh, something that uh, um, I think is, is is an ongoing journey. We will we will need to deal with uh, more publishers coming on on board. Um, we will need to deal with uh, onboarding new node operators. We'll need to uh, scale in every sense. And uh, and and from a technical operational perspective, I think that's one of the challenges that uh, that that I, I I see going forward. Yeah, and I think um, that's a good point, Chandra. And I I think for any business that is that has to scale in any sense, maybe even if you're just like a physical logistics company and you're taking on loads and loads of new vehicles and, you know, your logistics management system, you, you're not able to understand what you need to do until, until the, until the data is, is flooding in, you know, you know, how, how do we manage that best? Maybe we have to be overrun once to see where the cracks are. You know, so it's kind of something that, that it, it, it's a learn as you go kind of kind of process, I imagine. And I'm assuming you have a general, you know, a very good general idea of what that's going to look like. But, you know, as any business grows over time, you get hit with more and more volume and then you have to figure out the best way that you manage that. And what what happens maybe when we get overloaded at a certain point, is there anything we need to iterate? And that's where improvements also come in. So, you know, hopefully that will oh, be yeah, a relatively absolutely. smooth process for you over time. Absolutely. And, and uh, I, uh, you know, that, that's very true. But in fact, it's a, it's a very good problem to have, you know, because um, it's, it's a good problem where we have more data coming in, more bid requests coming in, a lot of uh, uh, people who are interested in showing their ads on these uh, uh, bid requests to to, live, to use the exchange to uh, make the most for their money. It's, it's a very good problem to have. So it's, uh, when I say challenging, yes, there, there will be learning experiences as we go along, but uh, it's it, it will be a very uh, enhancing experience um, yeah. where, you know, it, we learn along the way. We make sure that we add value to everybody um, and and uh, take the community and our node node operators, token holders uh, along with us. So it's 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 a it's a journey that we are looking forward to. Is all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, awesome. And just just quickly touching on something you said. I think it, I think it was you Ben about you know, having the, the the developers or something uh, to be able to to do the to do the work and sort of do the integration and you're having to kind of knock down their doors and, you know, they don't really have, have time. I think, again, that's something that's probably, hopefully, as time goes on, that will reverse and you'll be like, we need, we need more people to be able to deal with all of the developers that are coming to us to try to integrate with what we're doing over time. And, you know, you generally find, you know, if you look at history and any big change in technology that it's always it's always slow and then it's slow and then it's hard and then it, you know, everything happens all at once all of a sudden the market truly understands the value proposition people are jumping on board 
the other publishers are, are getting FOMO and all of a sudden everybody's everybody's realizing how valuable this is and then it will you know it could likely be you guys that become overwhelmed and have to then scale your operations even more to be able to facilitate all of that onboarding that would be the dream scenario i imagine yeah very nice problem to have that <laughs> yeah. In fact, when we talk about the value proposition, you know, um, we, we always talk about this uh, uh, in, in our meetings. And uh, the way we see this is in three stages. Um, and I know Slam is sitting somewhere uh, um, smiling because, you know, we always talk about uh, staged approaches. So I can see him sitting somewhere outside the room and uh, smiling to himself. But, uh, uh, you know, when we talk about these three stages, stage number one is... Uh, what can we do? What does the product offer to meet the market to ensure that all of the features that publishers and advertisers are used to seeing, all of those features, all of the same security, the same kind of privacy, the same kind of compliance to regulation, all of the things that people are used to, our partners are used to, should be provided. That is stage one. Stage two is what has been mentioned in the white paper about, um, you know, uh, bringing down fees, ensuring that people have access to transparent, auditable data sets, ensuring that people have uh, a greener alternative to existing solutions, all the things that we've spoken about and continue to speak about, all of those promises are met. That would be stage two. And stage three is where we deliver what people are not expecting to see. This is where there are... This is this is the wow factor that we we talk about, you know, where there is so much of data that we have access to that can be leveraged. We can provide reports to to uh, publishers and advertisers. We can give them uh, bidding strategies. We can advise them as to how they can modify the flow bid prices based on where the uh, bid request is originating from. What kind of user is likely to be seeing uh, the, the ad? What kind of content is being hosted on those pages? There's a lot of data that can be put together in order to overlay that with how the advertisers value that. Do the advertisers value a certain type of bid request, a certain type of content, a certain type of uh, user over others? All of that is data that we have access to. We can build custom reports. We can build business intelligence, which can actually uh, change the way in which publishers and advertisers actually work with each other. And that is the wow factor, which is stage three for us. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, um, you know, I've, sorry, did, did someone go to say something then? Or? No, 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 cool. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm sure like just going back to what you were saying um, earlier, Ben, about the, you know, people being able to, people realizing that they have that transparency and that access to, to all of that data, I'm imagining is one of those stage three parts of your, your journey, you know, helping them understand just how much audibility they will have over over their own data, regardless as to whether they win a a um, a bid or not. Yeah, exactly right. Awesome, guys. Thank you for that. So, um, cool. Move on to move on to one of the next questions. Um. So, um, I think there was some people in the community wanted a bit of clarification uh, around sort of the difference between what it's going to be to to sort of be a node operator for the alchemy state channel and simply just being able to stake 
your ads tokens. Um, and then to add to that, obviously, um, for, you know, some people will be familiar with this part, but others that aren't, but, you know, in the white paper, you um, holders of ads are going to be able to essentially lease their ads to publishers or advertisers for them to be able to put down as bandwidth. So if you could just give us some clarification on the difference between you know, being a node operator for the state channel, simply staking ads and then leasing ads to publishers or advertisers. And if there is any difference between those, those two parts. I, uh, I was going to say, so I think this is like one of those areas that will change slightly. Um, so like the, the leasing part um, from the original white paper will, will be slightly different um, in terms of people won't be leased or sorry, companies won't be leasing ads directly from a pool that was staked. Um, it will it will work in a slightly different different way now where um, essentially we will be I mean given the re recent regulations around staking uh, we might yeah. it might be done in a slightly different way so again like that's a, a, another area where regulation that literally happened a few days ago does kind of affect actual product decisions um, but yeah essentially uh, people will be will be able to uh, collateralize an ads node um, for ads rewards and that will validate transactions in our state channel um, and the exact kind of mechanisms that we will go through to select those nodes um, we'll be releasing kind of in the next like month or so um, so everyone should like yeah. keep their eye out for that but yeah these are the these are the areas that we've had to we'll have to kind of release a bit more new information about um, because there's some slight tweaks essentially from from the original white paper yes and like you said regulation is um is going to be an ever-changing probably fairly frustrating and exhausting landscape um you know just just if the beginning of this year is anything to go off so far with what the you know how the sec has been behaving over in the us i think there's gonna you know there's gonna be some 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 changes coming in so like i guess i guess you know sort of to add on that note in terms of um you know the the staking of ads at the moment is that have you guys had any you know thoughts over the last couple of days as to how that you know will, will maybe bring some implications or is staking just planned to carry on as normal maybe just a bit of um clarification around the current staking mechanisms that you offer just so the community you know understand Yeah, so I guess uh, the way to look at it is, you know, once we've got collateralized nodes, they will essentially be validating the transactions on the network. That means yeah. that over time, um, the staking as it exists now will change. Um, and it might be a case of turning it into a, something for a different purpose. But the the idea that those state tokens will uh, be gaining rewards for validating transactions, that will be the part that changes as more and more people get the opportunity essentially to run a node and actually support actual transactions within the state channel rather than just via the test net. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, those are, there is going to be a, a subtle change kind of like moving forwards, but it won't be a wholesale like cliff edge moment where suddenly we won't have staking. It will be a case of like phasing it out over time as we kind of onboard more nodes. Okay, awesome. That's that's um yeah, that's helpful. 
helpful to know. I'm sure that's um, yeah. Put yeah, a few. We we want to encourage people to validate transactions because the more validators we have, the more decentralized the network becomes, and we don't want that to be prohibitive. So yeah, there will be um, some more advancements on the actual ins and outs of that. But yeah, as as, as you know, the, the the goalpost moved four days ago. So yeah, we are dealing with what is a live situation. So yeah, we're trying to create the best solutions that allows everyone that wants to be involved to be involved in some capacity. So yeah, we aren't, nothing's going to change immediately, but yeah, we wanted to make sure that we can get as many validators, validating transactions as possible because, yeah, as I said, that helps the centralization of the network and then also the stability of the network, as Chandra said, particularly because a lot of the businesses that we deal with have transactions that need validating across the globe. I mean, if it's a English language publication, that might be being read on the West Coast, then the East Coast, in the UK, Europe, even to Australia, you know, like the where the transactions originate from can really be anywhere in the globe so having a yeah expansive network of validators will be key to supporting as many of those transactions as possible and get people that are running the nodes validating um transactions from across the globe so yeah it's it is a uh, it's a big beast we're tackling but i feel very confident that we've got a very scalable solution there yeah yeah on that oh sorry uh, on that, on that kind of SEC piece, obviously, like what they're what they have a problem with is people essentially lending tokens in unregulated platforms. Um, what we currently have is soft staking, that doesn't involve us taking custody of those tokens uh, to then reward people. Therefore, it's not same as what has just happened. So, from that point of view, everything we think can kind of continue as is. And then the idea is to actually push people into being validators of real life transactions, which again takes it even further away from the SEC purview. Because if you are essentially providing utility to the network, um, that is completely different to just staking in order to receive rewards. That's true. Um, and add to that, uh, we're also looking at uh, various ways of bringing in uh, fractionalized nodes as well. So anybody who is a um, small bag holder would probably not miss out, um, you know. So, so we want to make sure that we cover everybody, and uh, anybody who would have uh, staked, soft staked a small bag would not miss out on mm. um, once the load program starts. That's something that we are considering as well. That's that's awesome. I think that's a very good idea. Um, you know, because I think that the it, it's very interesting. You know, uh, and. I, and I'm sure you guys have have noticed this as well. Is whenever you build, you know, in, in crypto, when you're building a crypto project, you have you now have a community, which is different, isn't it, compared to traditional business? Like before, if you'd started, like if you started a a shop on the street, you wouldn't, you know, that you wouldn't really be thinking about your community. Maybe like in the sense of how you can look after the local people in in, in a way, I guess. But this is a whole new arm of business management in the crypto space when it comes to the community management and the community sentiment and having to deal with FUD from the community, you know, and stuff like that. It's a completely new landscape that businesses are having to navigate. And I think, you know, putting effort and time into that is absolutely integral to a 
cryptocurrencies a project success and i think offering fractionalized nodes for you know smaller holders like you say chandru is a is a is a brilliant way to go because you know not everybody has the capital to be able to have you know for example how it was for dag 250,000 dag you know, very very rare amounts of people are actually able to have that amount but yet you've got some people in the community that are, are really avid members and follow everything that you do with you know a, a very sharp eye and would feel very proud and honored to be able to contribute in their way to the success of a project you know that they're that they're very interested in so i think that's a and that's a really good move it's like the ultimate version of having the uh, before they were famous album of your favorite bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think yeah, we've we've always said that like what we're looking to do here is reestablish the value exchange online. That's more revenue for publishers, the ability for advertising to keep funding the web online, and a better user experience for users themselves and. Virtually everyone uses the internet. It's a human yeah. right. So I think if we were to take an approach where it was prohibitive to be validating transactions, it would be kind of going against the ethos of alchemy in general. So yeah, we we want to make sure we can have as many people validating transactions as possible with a, and a fair and equitable means of getting people on board into the, the main net. Yeah, and you know, it's um, we owe the community uh, a lot. You know, every everybody who's uh, purchased even a single ad token, you know, um, we want to make it up to them. We want to uh, say thank you very much, and uh, that's where we we want to make sure that um, every token holder becomes, in in some way, a part of the whole ecosystem. Uh, they have an opportunity to validate transactions. They have an opportunity to to to. Uh, ensure that they are adding value to the whole advertising ecosystem. So um, that that's what this whole node management program is all about, right? Just sort of add to that as well. There is an element which the it's it isn't just uh, the number of transactions that are happening through the exchange that will be validated through our nodes. Like there will be other things that those nodes do within the network um, because there is bandwidth that is needed for other functions like pulling reports and things like that. So. There is a, there is a need for a lot of bandwidth in a lot of different places and a lot of different ways. So um, yeah, in case people were worried that there would be a very like rigid amount that we would only ever need at any one time, uh, we have like quite a lot of functions that uh, we can run through nodes and we'll be doing so in the future. Okay, brilliant, awesome. Thanks for thanks for all of that information, guys. Okay, cool. So um, let's crack on to the next question we've got here. Uh, we got? Let's have a look. Um, cool. So, um, obviously, you guys right now are you're currently in your private testnet infrastructure. You're going to be um, extending the private testnet to community members at some point throughout Q1, as per your roadmap. So, I guess um, a question that came up a few times was, how is the alchemy state channel functioning at the moment uh in terms of you know obviously you've got your private test net you have people on board at the moment that you know that validating transactions but is how how is that being notarized you know what sort of consensus mechanism is being under underwritten how 
how is the ad exchange currently decentralized in terms of validating transactions if the state channel isn't 100% live just a bit of clarification around how the you know the exchange is now live on labs and you know facilitating transactions what's the process right now with them being um validated and uh, you know where does the ad explorer fit into that sure um i think that's a very good question um so currently you know just want to clarify that alchemy exchange has its own state channel so a state channel um that is used to validate the ads transaction so alchemy exchange has certain processing parts that are run off the chain and there are certain functionalities that are run uh, as part of our state channel. And this is where the validation of ads transactions comes into picture. The validation of ads transaction that are resulting from these bid request responses showing uh, ads to users, all of the ads transactions, the ad auction uh, validation, all of that happens on the chain, on the chain as in as part of our state channel. Mm -hmm. And this state channel is validating all of this, these ads transactions using the custom consensus mechanism. And that is uh, provided by tessellation. Okay. And these validated ads transactions are notarized on a ledger. And currently, this ledger, the whole state channel, is running on uh, a few nodes that are part of our extended, uh, that are part of our private test set. And which is what we are trying to extend to, to show that this is a scalable solution, to show that this is this goes far beyond just showing ads on labs. So it's that scalability. The, the functionality is one part and the scalability is the second part. We've demonstrated that the ad exchange, the state channel works and functions as it should. What we are concentrating on is to show that this is scalable to handle millions of transactions. That is where we are able to onboard several publishers. We are able to show the functionality, the scalability to advertisers who want to bid on these bid requests. So that's the part that we are currently working on. And this is where node management comes into picture, where we will need to show that scalability in to start with in a constrained environment where uh, the publishers and advertisers see that oh yeah, this is what scalability means. It does not compromise uh, security. It does not compromise uh, compliance to regulations. It does not compromise user privacy and so on. So that's the scalability part that we are currently working towards. And that's where node management fits into the whole picture. Now, once these ad transactions that are validated using, um, using our custom consensus mechanism that's built for Alchemy State Channel, those validated ad transactions are then notarized on the ledger and the data and, and, and the, and the uh, validated um, transactions that are on the ledger, they are surfaced and captured on the ads explorer. Right. So, so that's the whole flow, the yeah. exchange conducting ad auctions, um, validating the the uh, ad transactions ensuring that once these um, ad transactions are validated they are captured on the ledger and then that surface which which is captured on the ads explorer for for the world to see the next stage to that would be where the data that is captured on the ads explorer combined with the data that has been captured off the chain is used to build reporting dashboards for the publishers and the advertisers 
We can also build custom um, reports that can add value, uh, that, that can provide business intelligence to publishers and advertisers as well. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, brilliant. Great, great, great explanation, Chandri. Thank you very much. That was very clear and yeah, answered a, answered yeah. a few a few uncertainties that I had around that um, that process so, as well. There's probably also a, a point about um, the snapshot and how that is actually being captured on the Ads Explorer. So basically, what happens is tessellation. Um, create snapshots on a periodic basis. And these periodic uh, snapshots may or may not contain ads uh, data. But what we also do is to create snapshots whenever there are ads transactions, because sometimes we will need to create more uh, snapshots more frequently than the period that's been chosen by tessellation that's, that's currently configured on, on the private testnet that we use. So there are more snapshots being created than the periodic creation of snapshots. And there may be some scenarios where the users don't uh, go to Alchemy Labs or there is no ads that's, uh, there, are, there are no ads that are displayed to the users within a certain period of time. Uh, it, it could well happen, which is where we actually capture only those snapshots with ads data, ads transactions data on the Ads Explorer. So any snapshot that does not contain ads transaction data is not shown on the Ads Explorer, which is why if you were to browse through the Ads Explorer, you may find that certain snapshots are missing. And these snapshots are the ones that don't have the ads transactions. And okay. I must confess, okay. this, this whole process is being refined as we speak. Uh, as we scale, as we test, as we uh, continue to get feedback from uh, our partners, we are trying to make tweaks to this. Uh, and and any, any changes that you see uh, that we make are uh, actually visible on the Ads Explorer as part of the Ads on Labs project as well. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Chandru. Yeah, like I say, very... Um... Very informative explanation there around a few a few questions that had you know I, I had seen floating and um, you know one that I had myself as well so that's that's very beneficial. It's going to be exciting, you guys, um, moving forward to inviting community members to come and um, you know get involved on your on your testnet as well. So I'm sure there's be quite a few people that are eager to hear more about that coming up very soon. Now, the, the next question is a fairly common question. Uh, I think you know, it's, on, it's on the lips of many community members and people that uh, you know, are taking a big interest in what you guys are doing. Obviously, you have the Paris Blockchain Week coming up shortly. And on your roadmap, you have listed a major development milestone for Alex to facilitate client onboarding in brackets stay tuned so i guess the question is around that client onboarding the publishers advertisers onboarding the who the when the how of that you know are and, and, and obviously i appreciate that you're always going to be limited around what you can actually 100 percent say when it comes to these kind of announcements and making it public about who you're working with but in as much 
information as you are able to give us around that. Now the exchange is live and it's out there in the ether. How is the onboarding of the publishers, you know, demand side and supply side going? Um, <laughs> is are, are we able to have any information around, you know, that that process and if you know we can expect to hear some information regarding um, publishers at some point um, and what you guys are expecting uh, on that side coming up to the Paris blockchain week so I think the the supply side of things is progressing very nicely. Um, we definitely will have some updates for the Paris Blockchain Week, if not before. Um, okay, awesome, huge. Yeah, and I would. I mean, we've got a target for kind of the amount of bid requests, so the amount of potential ad units that we've got to be selling for this quarter. It's kind of what we want to be validating on the network. That's in the kind of hundreds of millions. So, um, wow. Wow. Yeah, there will be, I mean, we spoke to one, one company again, a couple of weeks ago. Now they have 20 billion ad requests just in the UK every month. They actually have more scale than Facebook do. Um, so the number of transactions does, ramp up quite significantly and what yeah. that really means is that we have a more varied pool of cookies that are available to buyers so not every ad impression even on the same website is equal it depends on which websites you may have visited previously how likely you are to click on an ad if you're logged into whatever it is that particular website can mean that one ad impression might cost 50 cents for a thousand and one might be five dollars so by right. having a broad pool of cookies it allows us to facilitate more of the requirements that come from our buyers i mean there's always an in joke that whenever you get a brief or a proposal that it's like left-handed doctors in London that live within a mile radius of Waterloo. <laughs> it's like, well, there's probably five of those people. And I think they probably all go on one website once. So you don't have much joy in scaling that campaign. Um, so yeah, you're really allowing us as soon as the kind of supply is on board is the buyers can then find their preferred cookie more often bid on that and then again because of the lower fees that we are charging are more likely then to win those impressions and that is like almost at that point a self-fulfilling prophecy so yeah the target has been for bid requests and then with bid requests come buyers and so yeah that is all well underway it's progressing very nicely um so and um your target's going well so far yeah can't yeah. complain. <laughs> Brilliant. I bet when you were talking about 20 billion transaction, Chandru may have started sweating slightly. <laughs> uh, we've, been, we've been talking about it. He knows what's coming. That's why we need node operators, right? There's a significant opportunity to validate transactions here. So, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And like, just to add to that, I think um, I, for one, have seen lots of positive sentiment within the community 
on Twitter around wanting to get involved as a node operator with Alchemy. So I, I personally believe you're going to be having your hand bitten off when you next, you know, when when you guys reach that next milestone, which hopefully will be fairly soon. Um, yeah, I think there's a yeah, lot of people yeah, very eager yeah. for that. We are working at breakneck speed, I think, but with that, we don't want to be hasty, I think, because, mm. again, publishers expect a certain service, advertisers expect a certain service, and I think we've got to be able to offer that and guarantee that through stability of the network. So uh, whilst I'm sure everyone on this call, we wish it came out yesterday, we are in the same boat. We wish it came out yeah. the day before yesterday, um, but we won't be kind of rushing it because, yeah, we're yeah. deliberate everything that we do. And we want to make sure what we deliver is scalable. So, yeah, stay tuned. We'll keep as we do our best to kind of yeah. be as transparent as we physically can be. Um, so you are always kind of abreast of development yeah. roadmaps, um, just everything that we're doing. Yeah, and I just want to I just want to add to that. Like, I think from I think I speak for most of the community when I say that you guys have you've been um yeah you've been incredibly reliable in terms of coming to uh, you know delivering on what you say you're going to do and you know for some people that might not understand you guys are, you're not only having to manage um you know ensuring that the the publishers and and and, and everybody involved is having the experience that they need i mean obviously this is a new type of technology a decentralized exchange you know, you guys are offering amazing benefits, but people may still be wary when they're coming and getting involved and what to expect. And, you know, ultimately, you guys want to win people over and provide the service that you're so loudly speaking about doing. But then you also have to manage the supply and demand side and build that at the same time. Like I remember when Uber first came out and I was reading quite a lot into that. And, you know, they were saying one of the biggest challenges was scaling that supply and demand at the same time because if you've got loads of taxis but no people using the app then the taxi drivers aren't going to want to keep using it you know whereas if you've got loads of people wanting rides and no drivers then that's also a problem so it's it's like having to constantly balance that growth around the same time as providing a really good secure service with a brand new technology so yeah it's um that's, no no easy task. True. It's very true. In fact, uh, that's that's one of the key reasons why we will have to look at uh, onboarding node operators in a staged manner, because mm. we cannot um, say okay, we open the gates and then we will uh, we will have five thousand uh, operators. You know, it's 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 not a practical approach. You know, we we will only probably need a a certain number of node operators when we start working with a publisher. When for the next quarter there are more publishers that uh, that we onboard, then we will uh, need more processing power, more uh, uh, node operators to be onboarded. So I see this as more of a phased approach, uh, even onboarding of node operators, uh, rather than you know one big bank. Yeah, and it, like like I. I as you've said a few times, Chandra, over the course of the conversation, you know, as you grow and things get bigger, things will change, and you know, it's 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 managing, it's managing the the growth of everything at the same time, and keeping you know the 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 incredible service and experience that you guys have set out to create since day one. I have every faith you guys are going to smash it. You know, like I said before, 
it's been a, you know even you know taking myself out of the situation of, of of being on the call with you today just just as an investor and somebody that's been interested in what you guys have been doing for a while it's been um yeah it's been a it's been it's been a good experience on that side so and with the roadmap that you've got coming up i'm sure that uh that everybody listening here and you know even people that aren't on the call are, are, are very excited to be a part of this journey with you guys Thank you. <laughs> all right cool so yeah these conversations always seem to fly almost at an hour already um cool so i think we just got maybe maybe it's one more question i think we can kind of group it uh group it together you guys have provided a lot of clarity already on this call um and yeah very interesting to hear about uh paris blockchain week and the publishers so um okay question would alchemy be able to show ads using zero knowledge proofs is that something you guys have ever had a discussion around i know the zero knowledge i posted a couple of times over the last few days about the zero knowledge proof the zk roll-up sort of narrative taking hold in the crypto space um so is that something you guys will, will, will ever be applicable to to alchemy um yes we've uh, we've discussed this uh, quite a lot of uh, times as well um, yeah. where uh, we are looking at uh, providing a privacy compliant um ads uh, um ads rendering process where you know um we could use web3 concepts web3 wallets in order to uh, determine the kind of uh, um data related to a user the kind of ads that would um that would need to be that are valuable uh, to be shown to that user and uh, with with um, we, we could also uh, look at what kind of data needs to be surfaced to what users based on user consents again using web3 concepts nfts we can we can ensure that uh, any user who would connect their web3 wallets onto a site and the site would only be able to see um, the kind of data that's that's that the user wants to surface to uh, that particular website, and that could then be included as part of uh, the the ad rendering process. So definitely, this is something that we we have been discussing. There's there's a lot of work that is being uh, that that we are doing. Um, it's it's certainly an item on our roadmap. Something that uh, uh, we we are working uh, uh, towards. And uh, yeah, definitely something that uh, that we would love to uh, share more about in the coming few days. Okay, brilliant, good stuff. Well, that's pretty much collated most of the general questions that the community had. I think you know, obviously, you guys have been providing a lot of information over the last couple of weeks, and it seems that the community has a general, a generally good understanding of the direction. The roadmap was very clear. You're already delivering on that as well, and yeah, I think I think the the destination and the way that you guys are going about it has been communicated quite clearly. I think you know the main the main general idea of the community is you know generally understanding when publishers when growth, and that's because everybody's you know is invested and you, know, you generally have have that kind of sentiment around uh, you know a crypto community but it's um like how, how would you say things are progressing in general 
with the roadmap? Because you put out a fairly detailed roadmap. Would you say that things are, are nice and on target overall as a whole? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, aside from any kind of, yeah, future regulatory spanning. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the realms of what we can control, yeah, I'm pretty confident that we are well on track and, yeah, delivering what we need to be delivering when we need to deliver it. Yeah, yeah. I think any of those regulatory roadmap like problems that might occur are only kind of peripheral things yeah. and not necessarily like core functions of the exchange and validating transactions and having publishers and advertisers selling and buying across the across the network. So yeah, they're kind of annoying because you have to go away and think about it again and then probably put out some different information. But other than that they're they're not they're not so bad. Yeah. Um on a on a on a philosophical tangent there, um uh, I, I don't think any crypto project, and, and I probably should not be saying this, but uh, uh, I don't think any crypto project would say, okay, we will be doing this at this point in time. Um, and, and you know, you, it's very difficult to hold people to that given the, the kind of volatility in the market, the regulations and everything else. But one thing that we could, we, we definitely will promise is that Every effort will be done. Everything that we can do is being done in order to hit those milestones. Mm -hmm. and, and that is something that we will guarantee that, you know, the effort will always be there. If there are, if there are some changes in the regulations or market conditions that kind of affect things, which are beyond our control, there are unknown unknowns, we'll deal with it. You know, there are yeah. challenges that every project will face. We will, we will, we will deal with uh, any challenges, we'll take them head on. We will um, do the best that we can do in order to add value to our partners, to the ecosystem, to the community, the token holders, node operators, everything that we can do, we will most certainly do. And that that is something that we will actively work towards. Yeah, and look, at, the, at the end of the day, you know, it's great great to hear you, you know, sort of um, articulate that in that way, Chandru, because it is, you know, in a philosophical sense, like you say, there's, there's you, you can only, you can only ever, control your own thoughts and actions about whatever you do and taking a stoic a stoic view on it at the end of the day is you know if whatever obstacle impedes the way then becomes the new way if there's changes in regulation then we make changes if something happens within the technology or with a you know large publisher and then then that then becomes the way also and when you take the right approach to any obstacle not just in business but in life it always ends up becoming something that bootstrapped your growth or propelled you in a direction that maybe you weren't sort of prepared for initially, but ended up becoming a blessing and actually a massive asset to the entire growth of the project because of that outlook that you have on those obstacles, those SEC regulations, the things that can potentially come and cause harm if not dealt with in the right way can actually end up becoming a project's biggest strength. <laughs> awesome, guys. It's been a great conversation. Always always really good to chat to you and hear, hear what you guys are up to. Um, I guess, you know, that's all of the questions. So last thing really is if, if there's anything that you would like to add um, personally at this stage to, to share with the community, anything I haven't touched on, uh, just to... to 
to close off the conversation. No, I just think a, a thank you for having us on again and thank you for everyone that's taken the time to listen. I know these aren't always at the best times for everyone across the globe, but yeah, we appreciate all of you that come and listen live and then those that listen after the fact. So yeah, thank you again. Yeah, thank you very much for everybody. Yeah, thanks everyone. No worries, guys. Listen, you know, keep up the amazing work. Um, I'm sure I speak for everybody when I say I'm extremely excited to see what you guys have up your sleeve and in upcoming announcements, um, good luck at the Paris Blockchain Week. And, you know, I've, I've no doubt we'll be talking again very soon. Like I say, it's always a pleasure speaking with you guys. Um, and, yeah, very grateful to be a part of this journey with you. So thanks so much. And, yeah, keep keep smashing it. And we will uh, we'll, we'll talk again very soon, hopefully. Thank you. Thanks for having us. No worries. Thanks to all the community guys. Appreciate you jumping on for these spaces all the time. And yeah, you you hear from me on Twitter very soon. All the best, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye bye.